You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On Cardinals is a daily podcast talking everything St. Louis Cardinals. Today is Friday, August the 14th, and the episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and get $10 off your next order. Finally, we have Cardinal baseball to talk about. St. Louis Cardinals have had four days of negative tests for the COVID-19 virus, so we're going to get to play some baseball tomorrow. That's Saturday, so... It's going to be exciting. It's going to be a lot of different games coming at you. Um, St. Louis will play a doubleheader tomorrow at Chicago. That one is confirmed. And then just one game on Sunday. And then moving on, they go uh, just up north a bit to Chicago Cubs to play them at Wrigley Field. They'll play a doubleheader on Wednesday, on Monday and Wednesday to kind of help fill out those games. And other than that, that is the only scheduling updates that the St. Louis Cardinals have. It's only scheduling updates that have been reported to the St. Louis Cardinals. So today on the show, I finally get to talk baseball, like I said, and that means I get to talk about Dylan Carlson, who got brought up. Um, finally, two days in a row, I get to talk about Dylan Carlson. That's always fun, um, as well as some other roster moves to fill in the COVID-19 holes. And then I will do a series preview. Mosellock, John Mosellock outlined uh, probables for the weekend um, uh, with Zoom call reporters yesterday. So, But before I do that, I do want to tell you one more time about Special Olympics Missouri. It's a great opportunity to help your Special Olympics Missouri program. Right now, you have a chance to be to help them, plus be entered to win a brand new 2020 GMC Canyon 4x4 truck. You can buy your raffle tickets now through October 31st, and that's easy. Just go to somo.org slash raffle, click the green button, buy truck tickets generically. $20 for five tickets, and you get one free. Connect SOMO athletes to health and wellness programs. $5 per ticket supports individuals with intellectual disabilities. $10 minimum online purchase. You do not leave to li- not need to live in Missouri to win. So to all my out-of-state listeners, you can enter this as well. October 31st is your last date to enter for the truck, but don't wait till then because there are other amazing prizes along the way. You can be entered by August 17th is the last day to also qualify for a trip to Branson and Las Vegas. One entry for every $40 of tickets purchased for the truck raffle. And if you win a trip raffle, you're still qualified for the truck raffle. Again, head to somo.org slash raffle. Click the green button to buy truck tickets generically. 20 bucks get you five tickets, one free for being awesome. Chance to win a brand new 2020 GMC Canyon 4x4 truck and more. I love Special Olympics. I've been involved with them in Illinois for a number of years. So go out and help them. It's a great cause. Um, it's a very exciting weekend for St. Louis Cardinal fans. Exciting weekend for me. I got to move back into my Columbia apartment as a Mizzou student. So that's very exciting. And now I get to look forward to watching baseball tomorrow. Once again, I said, as I mentioned in the open, uh, the St. Louis Cardinals will play uh, Friday, or excuse me, they'll play tomorrow, doubleheader, and then Sunday, but I'm super excited. But before we give probables and preview the series, I want to talk about the moves that the Cardinals made to kind of, you know, ensure their roster a little bit. And the big one that I'm going to mention is Dylan Carlson. He's the number one prospect in the St. Louis Cardinals system. 
And John Moselak said yesterday that Carlson's going to be on that on the club when the, when the Cardinals is in play. He's number one in the Cardinals system, number 18 overall by MLB Pipeline. This dude is legit. Yesterday's show, on yesterday's show, Arm Layton, host of MLB Prospects, was on it, um, talking Dylan Carlson, a number of other prospects. So give that a listen if you haven't. Great stuff on Carlson and his adjustments. Um, he was He's a switch hitter, which is incredible. 21 years old, first round 2016 MLB draft. He was promoted to AAA at the last couple weeks of last season, and across two season two uh, leagues last year, excuse me, Carlson slashed 292, 372, 542 with a 914 OPS and 126 games. Cardinals, you know, kind of hinted at this in their moves before they put Miles Michaelis on the 68 ADL opening spot on the 40 man, which allowed um, St. Louis Cardinals to, to put Carlson up. And, you know, Moselak has made it clear that he wasn't going to bring up Carlson until Carlson was going to play. And I think there really isn't a question on if he's going to play. It's just where. It's, um, I think it needs to be the starting center fielder. I really do. Um, I think that Fowler has shown more, um, in, more inclination to improve over the last number of years than Harrison Bader has. Harrison Bader, um, who can catch anything in the outfield, I'll give him that, but just can't seem to lay off the breaking balls or sliders in the dirt. And I just think while Fowler, you know, hasn't really, you know, uh, how do I want to say this? He hasn't really opened any eyes extremely as a time as a Cardinal. He has shown that he can improve and has provided some big moments for St. Louis. So I think he's earned the spot in right field and Dylan Carlson can, can play center. I mean, Arm talked about that yesterday that he can play all three positions. O'Neal, I think is cemented and left, but, um, so I think that Carlson needs to play in center field. I think he will be playing in center field to, tomorrow. At least I hope he does. Hope he is in one of the games. That being said, with all these double headers, I would not be surprised if Schilt does, um, you know, start bitter one game, Carlson the next. But I'm predicting that if Carlson hits the way that he's expected to, or even you know a resemblance of that, Bitter won't be playing for very long. It's no disrespect to Bitter. Uh, Carlson is just a five-tool talent, and I think that Carlson's skills will provide him will kind of push the envelope a little bit and kind of almost force Schilt's hand to play Carlson every day instead of just platooning, um, especially as a switch hitter. You don't really have to worry about lefty-righty matchups. He's pretty strong from both sides of the plate. Um, but, yeah, so I think Carlson needs to be in the starting lineup. I think of all of the people that the Cardinals caught up, he'll be the only one in the starting lineup um, or, uh, with a super huge role. The other moves that they made, uh, right-hander Seth Elledge, left-hander Rob Kaminsky, first baseman John Nagowski, they will join uh, the Cardinals. They will all be making their first appearances. Cardinals also recalled lefty Ricardo Sanchez, who's already on the 40-man roster. Um, he is the 29th man for the Saturday doubleheader, according to an article by Ann Rogers in MLB.com. Um, but these, some of these guys, you know, they're interesting. They're not, they're nothing to sneeze at as well. Elledge, the team's number 28 prospect, 24 years old, 11.6 strikeouts per nine innings over the last three seasons in the minor leagues. That's nothing to to roll your eyes at. The Cardinals signed Kaminsky, their former first-round draft pick who they traded to the Indians in 2015. They, they drafted him, traded him, and now they signed him again. Uh, and Nagowski has impressed. He's the first baseman, um, standout defense and plate discipline. He hit 295, 413, 476. That was a slash line as a starter for Triple A Memphis last year. So, I mean, the, the Cardinals have some options to draw off the bench. Uh, Ron Hill-Rovello getting COVID-19 really hurt their bench options um, in terms of power. He had guys like Lane Thomas who can hit the ball around a little bit. Edmundo Sosa. But this, again, this this is all pre-COVID um, in terms of their bench. But Rangel Ravello getting hurt 
or excuse me, uh, getting ill and being put on the COVID-19 list really hurt the home run power off the bench. Nagowski adds a bit, a bit of that back, and then Elledge uh, and Kaminsky add a little bit of pitching depth to the Cardinals. Um, a right-hander in Elledge and a left-hander in Kaminsky. But um, Mosaic outlined a couple other things yesterday. Um, left-hander Austin Gomber is placed on the COVID-19 injured list, not because he tested positive, but because the Cubs identified him as an at-risk person for getting the virus through contract tracing. He's been quarantining and testing daily. So that's that's a step in the right direction if you're a St. Louis Cardinal fan to see that the Cardinals are being proactive about this and that they aren't just kind of saying, oh, he's at risk, but we're going to play him anyways because we just want to play. This shows that... Uh, the Cardinals' health and safety is um, really, you know, at the forefront of their minds. And, you know, it's, it's sad that it took 19 positive cases to get this far, but uh, nonetheless, they are here. Uh, the only other roster move to of note to tell you guys about, uh, catcher Pedro Pages and right-hander Brian Dobzanski and shortstop Kramer Robertson have been added to the alternative training site and have cleared intake testing. Um, but the major league's Major League Club is heading to Chicago. Cardinals are bringing additional taxi squad players with them to Chicago. Those will be announced in the coming days, but they're, they're literally driving. 41 cars are driving up to Chicago for th- uh, a three-game set in two days against the White Sox and then three sets and then five games in three days, reportedly, against the Cubs. Um, this is very fluid. I'm recording this on Friday morning, um, but Moselock planned... Uh, this rotation out for the weekend. Wainwright is scheduled to start the first game Saturday. A bullpen game for the second game. And Dakota Hudson is scheduled to start on Sunday. I like the starting rotation. It's a bit interesting to not have Jack Flaherty in there to start the start the return. He will go close to three and a half weeks now without a start. Um, but nevertheless, we have baseball to talk about. And I will preview the series against the Chicago White Sox in just a moment. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. And it's new and improved and even more delicious. 18 amazing flavors, including non- and non-nut flavors, and six new flavors. Just some examples of those are caramel brownie, cookies and cream, carrot cake, and almond crisp to go along with their 12 original flavors, ranging from coconut almond, raspberry, peanut butter, banana bread, salted caramel, double chocolate, orange, toffee almond, and peanut butter, and so much more. Each bar is covered in 100% chocolate, which I love because I love chocolate, and they're soft and easy to chew. But even with that chocolate, Built Bars are healthy. Built Bar is great for the health-conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for a keto diet. You can, there is a promo code for this relaunch of the Built Bar. They have a free cooler with purchase while supplies last. And this will only last for a week or so, so get your hands on it now. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get $10 off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. It doesn't matter if you are a professional athlete, a stay-at-home parent, or you spend eight hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair. Everyone needs support to make it through the day. Luckily, our friends at CBDMD have an amazing duo that help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. CBD Freeze with Menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient and easy-to-use roller or shareable squeeze tube. CBD Recover combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like Arnica and vitamin B6 to give you the support where you need it most. And to make it easier to try this amazing duo of topicals and everything else, CBDMD has to offer. They're offering our listeners 25% off your next order when you use the promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. Once again, that's CBDMD.com. Promo code LOCKEDONMLB for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD.
St. Louis Cardinals have three games to play in a matter of two days against the Chicago White Sox. First one being at 1 o'clock tomorrow. Um, and then it'll be six around 6 o'clock probably for the next game. And then they're at Chicago again on Sunday for an afternoon game. So on Monday's show, be sure to tune in. I will finally be able to break down a baseball game with you guys. I'm super excited about it. I hope you are too. Um, and then I'll try and also get a little bit of a preview of the Chicago Cubs series that starts that same day. Um, but regardless, I will give my reaction to the three games in, in two days that the Cardinals play against the Chicago White Sox. And this will be the first time the Cardinals are playing in 17 17- Days. They'll play two seven-inning games. The last time the Cardinals played, their offense looked abysmal in a 3-0 loss to the Twins. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what that looks like. Um, St. Louis Cardinals, Moselak kind of lightly outlined the pitching for St. Louis. It'll be a Wainwright bullpen game on Saturday for the two games, and then Dakota Hudson is slated to get the start in game number three on Sunday. Um Bullpen ought to be pretty well west, well rested, uh, since they haven't played in 17 days. Um, but we'll see how actually rusty they are, um, and if that has any effect on the team. So let's go ahead and break down the series probables. Like I said, tomorrow Wainwright gets the nod, at least tentatively right now, gets the nod for St. Louis against the Chicago White Sox, and for the Sox it'll be right-hander Lucas Giolito got a good first name there he's one and one with a 4.37 ERA coming into tomorrow's action um this this guy is somebody that has lights out stuff 22 innings he's got nearly 30% K rate what you don't K rate what you don't like to see is a 14% walk rate from him um you know and a 4.14 uh, fielding independent pitching just 0.3 wins above replacement so We'll see if the Cardinals can, can lay off or if Giolito's, um, sometimes he can be wi- effective, but wild, wildly effective. Um, we'll see if that comes into play if the Cardinals end up chasing him a little bit more often than usual. But he's got a great changeup and a good fastball. Funky delivery a little bit, too. He hides the ball real well. Um, so we'll see if what, what that has to say. Um, but, and in terms of Adam Wainwright, the last time he started a game was July 25th in a 9-1 win against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, he started off on the right foot, though. His ERA is going to sit at 1.5. He went uh, six in, or seven innings, struck out six, uh, didn't walk anybody. Uh, or, excuse me, he walked one. So, Wainwright, we'll see if um, the old old veteran can get her done. He's looking for a career win 164, um, which will be third for all time in St. Louis Cardinals history. Now, the second game is a bullpen game, so that, that starter will probably depend on who um, is used in the first game. Um, you don't really have a stretch man anymore with with uh, with Gomber and Ponce de Leon. Ponce de Leon being a starter, so you wouldn't assume he's starting for the Mike List's spot, so you wouldn't assume he'd get the nod um, in a relief. And like I said, Austin Gomber on the IL. So um, maybe a guy like um, you know Tyler Webb or John Gant get the ball. Um, so we'll see what that looks like. And, you know, that'll be an interesting game to see how long Schultz wants to go for each of the, um, relievers. The White Sox have not announced a starter for the game two on Saturday. Um, but on Sunday's matchup, it, it's an interesting one on Sunday because that starter has been announced. Again, this is all as of Friday morning. So things can change. Things are fluid, especially with the Cardinals and the things come up. But, um, anywho, on Sunday, the, uh, Cardinals are starting Dakota Hudson, and the White Sox are starting um, Dallas Keuchel. With four games so far, he's got a 3.04 ERA, really good ground ball percentage of 58%. Um, batting average on balls in play is just 2.57, so you like to see that. Walk percentage just at 4.2%. Keuchel is a guy that 
can keep it on the ground. And when he's right, he's getting a lot of ground balls. Um, so we'll see if that translates as well. And then Dakota Hudson is kind of a similar case. When he's right, he's getting ground balls, and he was not right in his start on um, in his first start on the 26th of July. He was only able to muster through four and a third innings, gave up two home runs. Um, his ground ball percentage is 50%, which is which isn't bad, but for him it needs to be closer to to 60, 61, give or take. Um, his batting average on balls in play was 417. So we'll see if Hudson can turn it around after a really strong um, sophomore or rookie, rookie campaign last year as a as a starter. Um, 16 wins, ERA just around three. So um, we'll see if Hudson can turn it around in terms of uh, his start against Chicago. And uh, But Chicago's no no easy customer. I haven't really looked at them as a team yet um, in terms of telling you guys, but they have a young, elite, talented, exciting roster, Yohan Mankata. Um, he's hitting 278, got three home runs in 25, 17 games, and all these stats, again, are going into Friday's action. He was kind of like the, the start of all this. He was the guy that they, they picked up. Um, I believe it was in the Chris Sale trade. Um and he's been there since they were bad, and now he's on the verge. Kind of like the, the Anthony Rizzo, the White Sox, if you will. He was there when he was really bad. He was like the start of it, and now he's going to be there when they're really good. Luis Robert is an absolute stud. He's hitting 274, but his batting average on balls in play is 400. He's slugging 425. Um, he uh, K percentage is a little high for what you like to see. He's got two home runs. He's stolen four bags. He's an elite center fielder. Um, not watching any Cardinal games. I've watched a fair amount of White Sox games just being in Bloomington, Illinois. And this kid hits the ball hard. Tim Anderson is their shortstop that plays a lot. Uh, he's hit in 385 to start the campaign last year's batting champion. Eloy Jimenez, the old Cub. Um, he has some light tower power. He's got five home runs. Yes, Monte Grandal, the catcher, who we've seen a lot um, from Milwaukee, is pretty um, legit and consistent. And Jose Abreu, also kind of like... Um, you know, I'm kind of been there when they were bad, and now he's starting to be there when they are good. Um, so White Sox are, are no no easy customer whatsoever. Will not be easy for the Cardinals coming back. And when they do come back tomorrow, here's my lineup prediction. I think that the top three remain the same: Wong, Edmund, Goldie. I do think Edmund um, stays at third base, and I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, O'Neill, I think, has earned the cleanup spot. He'll be in left. Matt Weeders will catch. Matt Carpenter, the DH, and seven, eight, nine. You can really kind of play, toy around with. Uh, I have Carlson hitting seventh, Fowler and right, and then I have Miller at shortstop. Uh, Brad Miller has played most of his career at shortstop. Uh, he can play third base if needed, but I just think that you, you keep Edmund at third. Um, for for example, uh, Miller played a. Decent amount of his games last year um, as an outfielder, um, but early in his career he played um, most of his games at shortstop while he was in in Seattle and Tampa Bay as well. Um, he can also play a little bit of second, but I think he get he gets uh, stuck at shortstop and again Wainwright on the mound. Um, and then in terms of my predictions for the series, I think it it'll be an interesting one. My prediction is um, the first game on Saturday Wainwright. Um, Wainwright falters a little bit. I think the Cardinals lose their first game out of the gate. But I actually like the bullpen game on Saturday because the bullpen is the absolute is an absolute strength of this team. Uh, their relief ERA was uh, .98 in the three five games that they've played. So I think the bullpen game they get the win. Sunday, I think um, I think that the White Sox get it done as well. I think the Cardinals will lose two out of three just with Keiko being a ground ball pitcher and the Cardinals kind of falter at that sometimes. But uh, 
But I still think it'll be an exciting time to watch Cardinal baseball, and I will react to it on Monday. So give the podcast on Monday a listen. You can also head over to Locked On White Sox for their series preview and an update on their season. Uh, but that will do it for me. Once again, follow the show at LO underscore Cardinals. Follow me at LJ Fastball. Super excited for Cardinal baseball. Hope you guys are too. Cannot wait to talk to you on Monday to discuss how the series went. Until then, my name is Lucas Smith. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and stay well. Thank you.